Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. This week, I have a fun topic. We're going to be talking about the similarities between job searching and online dating. Both I have a lot of experience in, and it has been popping up in my mind over and over the last few months as I'm talking with folks that are trying to find a job online. And hearing about all of the stress and the trials and tribulations just kept bringing me back to my own experience with online dating. Yes, I was online. I dated online. It was a process of probably about two years. I found my husband, which is a success story, right? So it does work. But it was it was an interesting experience and, and it was a roller coaster of emotions and frustration and a true test of my patience. Okay. I'm going to explain why I see these two as so similar. Now, let's just start off with our profiles, right? You are looking online for a job. How many jobs have you read the description and you get to the end and you have no idea what the job is? You have no idea what the responsibilities are. You just don't know. It's for a company that you're interested in. The title sounds great. The pay looks good. They're hiring. It's not a bad commute, but you have no idea what it is that they're looking for. Okay. And you're trying to craft your resume to apply to it. But you're not really sure what to highlight, what not to highlight, because you have no idea really what this person does. Okay, let's transition over to online dating. For those of you that have ever done online dating, how many people did you read? And there's like seven words in their profile. Seven, eight, ten. Maybe they like long walks on the beach and sunsets, right? They've just taken that generic stuff out of the textbook of of online dating ads and you're like well their picture looks good they live close by they're gainfully employed perhaps I don't know maybe but you have no idea who they are okay so the first thing I want to talk about is research right with respect to your job you can go to that company's website and you can read about the different things that that company does have a good understanding about their mission have a good understanding about their vision and what their, their company policies are and those kinds of things and read a little bit more about the different things. You can go to LinkedIn and you can try and search for other people that work for that organization with similar titles and see if there's some kind of description on their profile about what it is that they do, okay? And when you're preparing your application package, you try to tailor your resume as close as you can to the job requirements that they list. Now, similar to online dating, now you've sent your resume out, right? You're not sure what's gonna happen. What happens? We wait. Online dating, you send your first message, would like to chat, would like to meet, would like to have a coffee, whatever, and then we wait. And we wait and wait and wait. And we hope that we're going to get a response. Hopefully something substantive. 
Similar to online dating, you may just get a few more questions. It may just end up in some kind of back and forth text chit chat. With job searching, you may just constantly be getting some updates, hopefully, if you're getting something at all, saying, okay, now you've moved from this pile to that pile, we're still considering. Now you've moved to this pile, we'll be in touch. The brass ring here is the interview, is the first date, okay? If you're lucky enough to get to that point where you've got the first date and you're actually excited about it, or the job interview and you're excited about it, you walk in and now maybe you didn't get a whole lot of sleep the night before because you were stressing about your hair or what you were going to wear or if your shoes were polished, if you had time for a manicure, if you you know, needed a haircut, what were you going to wear, what were you going to say, what were you going to do? I'm not really sure where this place is that we're meeting. I want to make sure that I leave in plenty of time, don't want to get there too early, don't want to get there too late. So many of the same emotions are running through us for both scenarios. Right? Because you don't want to you don't want to seem too eager, but you don't want to seem aloof, right? You want to make sure that you come off seeming professional and responsible and reliable, but at the same time you don't want to show up an hour early because then they're going to wonder, well, gosh, what's this person doing? Okay? You go into the interview and what do we do? The same thing we do on that first date. We ask questions. We answer questions, and we tailor our answers based on kind of what we think we have in common with this person. Now you may have skills in several different areas and the position you are interviewing for really hones in on one particular skill set that you have. Those are the skills that you're really selling. Those are the stories that you're crafting and you're describing to these folks to demonstrate that you're capable in this area. It's the same as with online dating. Perhaps you, you met somebody that was really into movies and you're really into movies. It's not the only thing you're into, but it's one of the things. So you go and meet with this person and you're going to bring your A-game with all of your movie trivia or whatever you want to talk about, the latest show that you're watching or, or maybe you make movies, whatever it is, right? You're going to tailor your conversation and make sure that you're bringing your, your most powerful information about this because you want to impress, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. You may say, oh, no, whatever happens, happens, sure. I don't buy it because you wouldn't have gone through the effort to get online and go through the grueling process of online dating and actually set up a date and gone if you didn't have some kind of interest in dating this person or dating someone, right? It's the same thing with a job interview. Now, you complete the job interview, you complete the date, you get to the end, and you part ways, right? So now what happens? More waiting, more waiting, more waiting. You send a thank you note for the interview, you send a text and thank for the drink or the coffee or whatever it is for the date, right? And then you wait. And we wait and wait and hope for the best. If we were interested, if we weren't interested, then we can just move on and we move to the next application. We move to the next person that we're considering hoping to go on a first date with, right? Now, hopefully you are at least trying to apply to more than one job because it makes it so much easier after you complete your interview and you get stuck in that waiting time. Same thing with dating, right? If you've only talked to one person and now you've gone on a date, now you're like checking your phone every five minutes. Did they text? Did they text? Did they text? When am I going to get my next date? Am I going to hear back? I don't know. Did I have food in my teeth? Did I say something stupid? What happened? Why haven't I heard from them? You're obsessed. You're obsessed with that second communication. 
It's the same thing with the job. If you've only got all of your eggs in one application, you're obsessed. You walk out of the interview and you are picking apart every single thing that you said, they said, trying to analyze it, driving yourself insane, right? Go home and apply to another job. Not because you don't think you're going to get that job, but because you need a distraction. You need to divert your focus and continue to try to put yourself out there. Who knows that next position that you apply to, the third one, may be the one that is your dream job that you get and have for the next 20 years, right? Who knows if that next person that you set up a coffee date could be your spouse? We just don't know. But to sit and obsess over the one and not try to diversify our investment in this process really adds so much more stress to ourselves, okay? Now, consider you get the next message. You get the next message. Let's try another date. Had a great time this first time. Let's go on a second date. You did really well in the interview. We would like to bring you back to meet the team. We would like to move you forward to your security background check or whatever the next phase in the process is. Fantastic. More time for fact-finding. More research on the company. If there's questions that you didn't ask in the interview that have popped up in your head that you're curious about, send those questions. See if you can ask them in the second interview. See if you can talk to the HR person and ask questions. You want to learn as much about this job as you do about the person that you're on a date with because you are getting into a relationship with this company. You are hiring them to be your employer as much as they are hiring you to be their employee. You have every right to ask questions and understand what they're bringing to the table, okay? The same thing with the online dating. The only difference is, is you're not going to find, you know, duck faces and weird bathroom selfies all over a, a job posting. Thank goodness, right? I don't know what that was about. Some of the photos that you see on online dating are just plain wrong. Now, while the processes are very similar, the emotions that you go through from start to finish on both of the processes are almost identical in my opinion. There's so much on the edge of your seat and hurry up and wait and wondering and worrying and stressing and curious and, and get excited and then let down, get excited and let down. Perhaps you've been ghosted by companies. I know so many folks that talk about they send out these resumes and you never hear back. The same thing with online dating, right? You may send 100 messages out and only hear from 30, whatever it is. One of the ways that you can really help your chances both ways is to be as detailed as possible in your documentation. What I mean by this is when you are applying to a job, you want to make sure that your application package is specifically tailored so that that person on the other side of the computer who's receiving your application can really feel like you are applying to their job. You didn't just upload a general e resume onto Indeed and just hit apply, 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 right? You didn't just hop on, on one of the online dating apps and, and send out a general message to 20 people on there and hope that one of them bites. You would never do that. You would send some kind of some kind of comment to let them know that you read their profile and you were interested in talking to them. It's the same thing about applying for a job. 
You want to make sure that they know that you're applying to their job, to their company, that you know something about them. The cover letter is great for this. I, you know I'm always railing on about how important I feel cover letters are, and they're so undersold these days. I think that it's really important because you can go to their website, learn more about their organization, and demonstrate that you are already invested in them. You are already interested in them specifically. There's something about their organization that resonates with you, that gets you excited, gets you passionate about their mission space or their, their messaging or whatever it is that they're doing, okay? Something that gets you fired up, that shows in the way you explain it that you would be a good fit because you're going to be passionate about the work you do there and you're going to bring their company up because you're bringing special skills that's only going to amplify their capabilities, the same thing with the online dating, right? It's like when you, I said you go and you show up and you're going to talk all about movies because this person is all about movies. Maybe it's hiking, maybe it's biking, maybe it's sitting around and, and watching TV, whatever, okay? You're going to talk to those different things that you have in common and the value that you are going to bring to that relationship and why you are a good fit. To a certain extent, it's a little bit of a sales pitch, right? You're selling yourself in a totally PG meaning, right? You're selling yourself and your qualities and your, your personality and your sense of humor and all of those things, why you feel that you would be a good fit. And in return, you're asking them to give you that same information. And like on a first date, when you are in an interview, you should be asking questions of those people on the other side of the table because you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. And you wanna know who you're getting into a relationship with. You wanna know who you're getting in bed with. You wanna know this. You wanna know what their background, are they shady? Do they do the good work that they say they do online? Tell me about it. Give me examples. Show me where I can read more about it. I want to learn more about it because you want to know who you're getting associated with. Your name is going to be associated with that organization and you want to make sure it's as good a fit for you as it is for them. Okay? So look, a lot of this is kind of funny, kind of tongue-in-cheek, but there are so many similarities. And I would say, like I mentioned before, the emotional piece of both of these is difficult. It is a roller coaster and it is a long game. I was online for two years, I think, just about before I met my husband, and I was on and off. You know, I would, I would apply, I, I would send out a few emails. I was traveling overseas and it was really difficult to find time to get out when I was here. So I'd be overseas and I would send out some messages and try to set up a date or two when I was home stateside and it was challenging because then you would come and they would blow you off or you wouldn't hear back or or maybe you would go and they would totally not be anything like what they said or maybe it just wasn't a good fit they were perfectly nice but you were just meant to stay in the friend zone and every time you get your hopes up you get excited you look forward to it you get nervous all of these different things that go around in your stomach just like prepping for an interview for a job you get so excited and invested in what could be from this next step and then they disappear or they don't respond or you never hear anything back or you never get a response from your resume, right? Then you have to start again. The important thing is to keep starting, to keep doing it, to stick with it. If you don't need a job today, then maybe pace it out. 
right? I didn't need a boyfriend. I was interested in meeting somebody. So I would get online for a little bit and then I would take a break for a month or two, get my head straight again, think about what I was really doing and why I was really doing it. Was I just looking for a, a date to a Christmas party or was I just looking for a date to a friend's wedding or was I looking for a relationship? Am I looking for a, that next job that is going to be my forever job? Or am I just looking for a job that's a stepping stone in my career? What are your goals with this that you're getting into? Think about how you can manage your expectations and keep your emotions as level as possible. Again, so much easier said than done because we do get excited about the possibilities of anything that we get invested in. The key that I found was to not give up. Take some breaks if you need to, if you can, if you don't have to find a job, like I said, take some breaks, hop back in and keep it going. And if you can apply to a couple of places instead of one, then you're not throwing all your eggs in one basket and you're not waiting by the phone minute to minute to minute to minute after the interview waiting to hear if you got the job. You're not walking into the interview in desperation mode of, I have to have this job. This is the job. This is the job. I have to have this job, right? You don't have to have this job. There could be three more of it afterwards that come up. The next one after the next one may be that dream job. You just don't know. Okay. All right. Well, if you're online dating, I wish you lots of luck with that. If you are job searching, I wish you so much success in your job search. And I'd love to hear your stories, whether it's for online dating. I know there's tons of them out there. I have fun talking to my friends about some crazy stories we have from online dating or of your trials and tribulations with your job search. Drop me a line, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.